Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? My name is Horizontal, and this is episode 203 of the world famous University Love podcast, also known as Online Marketing Moves. This is the February 14th, the Valentine's Day edition of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, 203 episodes. You know, this time is just flying by, you know. Anyway, how's your Sunday going? Hope it's going well. Hope it's going all right. Oh, yeah, we are coming to you live today. Today is February 14, 2021, as you all know at the time of this recording. But you probably will hear this in the year 2021, probably October sometimes. If you if you are just hearing this in October, hello, how are you? You know, <clears throat> I was telling my wife, I said, I said, you know, the the interview, because she was talking about downloads, I said, oh, I said, the downloads normally come, you know, a few days later, you know, a week later, two weeks later. I said, they'll pile up. I said, don't don't worry about it. It's never like a first day, a thousand, a thousand uh, downloads, you know. <clears throat> I don't expect uh, I don't expect those kind of results the first day, you know. Right now, when you're when you're in the up and coming world, it how it, it that's just how it goes. People people catch up to you. They don't exactly, uh, you know, they're exactly not looking for you, but they will catch up. Especially, especially if you're putting out good quality content. So, ladies and gentlemen, today we are going to talk about social proof. And then we are going to talk about just you taking action, you know, the old Sunday. You know how on the program on Sundays we normally have a little bit of motivation. So, but first I will discuss social proof. I was in the store yesterday. I was at the grocery store and a lady was buying wine, you know. And she was buying the, she was buying the wine, and she said, "Oprah, Oprah re- recommends this wine." She said, "That's why I'm buying it because Oprah recommended. It. Oprah has a list." And she was telling the, um, the lady at the checkout counter, you know, checking her out, and she said, "You know, she said, yeah, Oprah has a list, and you know, I, I if Oprah says it, it's got to be good, right?" And I'm like, "What?" I said, "Now nah, I've bought, I've." Listen, I, I apparently we apparently we have all listened to the great Oprah Winfrey because I know I bought one of her books one time. You know, I used to listen to her podcast on a regular basis, Super Soul Sunday podcast, which was a very good podcast. She talked about a lot of different things, had a lot of different people on there. So, you know, I just thought to myself, I said that that's I was thinking to myself, you know, people. If you and I could get the kind of credibility buildup that Oprah that Oprah has, we will be gozillionaires already. Already, you know what I mean? Are you kidding me? Can you believe this? This is the social proof that people people like you and I. This is the social proof that we, um, you know, could get, if you can get me five percent of that social proof. Oh, man, I'd be, I'd be a millionaire. You know what I mean? Like, you, you would. I mean, you would make the bank. You would say, "Hey, come buy my product for nine ninety nine. People would be like, "Guy who puts out good stuff. I believe in him." You know, <laughs> he knows Oprah. That's the whole. That's the. That is, and that is something that a lot of people try to. This is why people. 
this is why people want to get into the world of the likes of oh, an Oprah Winfrey. Like, if you get on Oprah Winfrey's talk, you know, t- like if back in the day, if you'd have got on her talk, like Dr. Phil, we'll use Dr. Phil for an example. Dr. Phil was just a psychologist, I believe, and Oprah did a show down in Texas. And, you know, Dr. Phil got on her show a few times, and people liked Dr. Phil, and he became popular, and then. She was like, you know, we're going to give you your own show. And bada bing, bada boom. Dr. Phil's, you know, he's had a show for like 20 years now, something like that, you know. You know, the Dr. Phil, the Dr. Oz of the world, you know. If you could just get on the radar of a celebrity, you know, that social proof is you can't, you couldn't give them enough money, you know. Like, Dr. Phil couldn't, the the things that Oprah has done for Dr. Phil, he can't, he can't repay her back. You know what I mean? Like he gave her like the credibility is there. You know, even though you might not think that you might think Dr. Phil's a quack. It doesn't matter what you and I think, but people are going to be like, I'm going to give him a chance because he knows Oprah. Oprah gives him the stamp of approval. And that is social proof in a nutshell. It's like, I was watching a video one time of Russell Brunson and he was talking, the guy who's, you know, one of the owners of ClickFunnels and he was talking about how he tried to get on Tony Robbins' radar because he knows if he gets into Tony Robbins' world, then the social proof from that alone will, you know, set him up that he doesn't have to, you know, like if ClickFunnels went into the toilet now, the guy will still be able to generate something else and make money because he has social proof from, you know, Tony Robbins or, you know, the other one, Dean Grazioso. So, you know, it's just things things of that nature. I'll give you one on a smaller scale. I listened to a wrestling podcast with um, a guy named Jim Cornette, okay? And he's a known – well, if you, if you know wrestling, then you know Jim Cornette. So he's a popular – he was a popular manager in the 80s and 90s and 2000s, you know. And uh, he does a podcast with the guy. And the guy has a whole network of podcasts. Now, <clears throat> before the guy got on to, you know, Jim Cornette's radar, I would have never, you know, I mean, I enjoy, I've listened to a few of his different podcasts without Jim Cornette, and they are good. But with without him knowing, you know, without him getting the social proof from Jim Cornette, I would never would have never heard of him. And I'm sure quite a few other people would have never heard of him. But this is the celebrity social proof. You know what I mean? So if you <laughs> I guess if get I guess what I'm saying is if you ever get a chance to rub elbows with a celebrity, then by, by all means, please do, you know? You cause you can't buy the kind of social proof that and it's I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, but it is what it is, man. People believe people that's been on TV, it's it's crazy, you know. Your family could give you the best advice in the world. You know, your family could come along and give you some great financial advice. But if Susan Orman popped up and gave the same person the same advice, they'd be like, oh, I believe Susan Orman. I know she knows what she's talking about. And it's just, it's just strange, man. Sometimes people believe, sometimes people will believe a stranger than their than their own family, which is, you know, I mean, I get it because it depends on who's the messenger. You know, it just all depends. Like I talked to my brother, my brother, he don't listen to nothing. He don't listen to nothing I say. 
but if uh Hulk Hogan or you know Stone Cold or somebody said something to him, he'd be like, you know what? Man, I believe what Stone Cold said. So celebrity social proof, ladies and gentlemen. It's a it it is a quite a powerful thing. You know, it's like you know, people pay people pay Kim Kardashian like, you know, millions of dollars just to tweet something, you know, I'm like, hey, use this skin cream, eh, whatever. You know, they pay them a million bucks, you know. You know, you and her could have, you know, if you might have, you you had to work, you had to work your way up to that point. You know, she just been on a reality show for a few years and, you know, just sort of hangs out and boom, boom, boom. That's more, more, more cachet than you, but don't worry about it. You know, you'll get your, you'll get your own cachet eventually. And I guess this is why. You know, I don't know if you're going to be a celebrity on that big of a scale as Oprah or Kim Kardashian, but you definitely want to put just that's why you want to put yourself out there more and more because, you know, the more, you know, unfortunately, you can have the greatest content in the world. But if people are going to say, how many followers you got? And if you like, I got 50, they're like, nah, I don't care. Come back when you have 50,000, you know. Once you get up to that 50,000, 100,000, 200,000, 200,000 range when it comes to follows and all that stuff, then people are like, oh, I want to talk to you. Let me interview you. Let me see what you got going on, blah, 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 blah. You know? Then you can sort of deem yourself a celebrity, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's, it's strange. But sometimes if you want to skyrocket yourself, if you want to get on somebody's radar, you know, celebrity social proof is probably one of the fastest ways to uh, – market yourself you know because once you get you know this is why i guess this is why people like to hang out with celebrities you know you the hangers the hangers on of the world you know it's 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 i mean i was just i was I mean me personally i was blown away today when, i mean yesterday when I, when she said that she was like you know the wine you know and it was like it wasn't like one bottle. It was like five bottles. I was like, she bought five different bottles. And I was like, oh, geez. really? It's like, man, I mean, I know Oprah got that book club. I'm, I bought a couple books, but I don't think I want. I stop with the book. I stop with the books, me personally, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I might have lost for work. I really am. When it comes to when it comes to celebrities, and it comes to you know people following celebrities. Like I just I understand it, but I don't understand it at the same time. It's it's fascinating. It's fascinating how and now it's different. It's not like you know, not like it was in the eighties when I was growing up in the nineties when. You would see a celebrity every now and then, you know, they had a movie coming out, you know. Now people want to, now people follow, you know, reality stars and because they share their whole life, you know, like, and then when you get into that world, you have to keep it going, you know. So it's kind of, it's like my, my wife, she enjoys 90 Day Fiance, okay. So these people get on the show, 90 Day Fiance. And so. They are instantly, you know, they they go from having maybe one follower to, you know, let's say we'll say we'll say seventy five thousand followers. Okay, so now you have seventy five thousand followers. So now you have some sort of fame, and so now it's like you 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 in between because you are you're not a Tom Cruise, you're not a 
you know, an Oprah, you're not a, you know, Kim Kardashian, who is the, you know, with, you know, like the queen of reality shows, you are a person on a reality show, which is a, you know, a good reality show, but now you have 75,000 followers. And now it's like, what do you do with this, with these 75,000 followers? So you have to try to figure it out because it will be, it will be sort of hard to, for anybody. And I, I keep, and I, I bring this up to my wife and she's like, and she does make a good point. She's like, well, it's kind of hard to go back to a regular job when you get this sort of fame, you know? And I'm like, this is very true. It's like, what, but what do you do with it? How do you, how do you make, how do you turn this into a profit? You know? So you have to sort of just jump on the train. You have to jump on the train and figure it out as you go along. This is, you know, this, this weaves into the next subject we're going to talk about. It's just about, you know, you have to get into action mode and you have to fit, you have to figure things out on the fly. You know, it's not always about perfecting the, t- you know, time and perfection. You know, sometimes some, you know, sometimes lightning strikes, the match is struck and you just have to go with it. You know, you just have to figure it out on the fly. It's not about, there's no, there's no such thing as perfect time. There's no such thing as when I get all my ducks in a row, I used to have this mentality of, you know, waiting on the perfect time, but there, there, there is no perfect time. You know, there is no, when I do all this, when I do all that, because if you, if you sit around and wait for the perfect time, you'll, the boat, the boat, the ship, the train, (laughs) you know, the bus, whatever metaphor you want to use, it will definitely pass you by. So, you know, because I remember at first I would just use, I would use myself as an example. In the beginning, when I wanted to do this podcast, I said, I'm going to wait till I go home to do the podcast because what, what would I record from? Okay. And I thought to myself, I have to wait. And I said, if I just keep waiting, I ain't going to never get home. I said, so we just going to have to, we just going to have to get it going and, and, and start on the fly. So started recording in the back of the truck, you know, and from the back of the truck, we did that for a few months. Finally got it. Finally got a chance to come home, start driving local. And now, you know, we're no longer doing podcasts from the phone. We're doing podcasts with the microphone and the computer. And it's not perfect. It's not the perfect situation, not the perfect setup. Because if I told you to set up, you'd be like, that's crazy. But it's not the perfect setup. But here we are. We are still doing it. And it sounds better. And it's getting better. So it's not about perfection. It's just about taking action. So whenever you have something that, you know, you know, if if it's not that it's opportunity, when opportunity Opportunity strikes. You just have to take advantage of it. You just have to go for it. You know what I mean? And you just have to figure things out along the way, you know? You plans, you have a plan, you write the plan down, but they have a, they have erasers, they have white out. You can you can always adapt. You can always, you know, change. You can always keep it moving until you get it the way you want to get it, you know, the exact way, you know? It's just like when people are like, I got to build a home office first before I can start doing videos and all that stuff. No, just shoot the video. Just shoot a video. Find a place in your house. 
shoot a video, find a place. You know, if you have to shoot them in your car, shoot them in your car. If you have to shoot them in your backyard, shoot them in the backyard. If you if you live in an apartment, shoot it in your apartment. Make some find the find a space, find the room to do it, and just start doing it. You know, and then after a while. Then you'd be like, oh, I want a green screen. Because after a while, you'd be like, all right, I want this. I want that. I want lighting. I want all this. I want all that. Like I was making my, I was making a video yesterday. And in, in my house, in my basement, I have yellow walls. And I'm like, I'm like, I need to get a different. And I was like, you know what? Forget about it. <laughs> People are just going to see these yellow walls for a while. And then when we get the, the revenue up, we will get... We would get more equipment, you know, more equipment, different equipment. It will be more, you know, upstream. But until then, we're just gonna sh- we're just gonna shoot the videos with the yellow wall. We are gonna find a place. I was thinking about that this morning. Where to, where to shoot videos? We have the screencastify, so we don't have to shoot every every video is not gonna be shot with the uh, with the Canon M50. Look at me name dropping with the Canon M50. But the ones that are. We will shoot them with the yellow wall in the background, you know, and we will worry about the as long as in most videos that you shoot, as long as your sound is is good, you're good to go. You know, because a lot of people, contrary to popular belief, a lot of people watch YouTube, they put it in the pocket and they forget and they forget about it. They just listen to you anyway. You know, most important thing about videos and anything is just make sure your audio is good. Make sure you can be heard. You know, make sure that you don't sound you know terrible i mean you've you've heard some of these podcasts that i've recorded a couple of them sound like i was in the tunnel but you know we worked it all out so there's no perfect time there's no perfect scenario you know take action lightning lightning strikes lightning hits opportunity and an opportunity comes in front of you you know it's it's like that thing. I probably talked about it before, but it's a story about Will Smith. All of you know Will Smith. Come on now. All you know the Fresh Prince. And he was telling a story about how he was at a party and Quincy Jones said, hey, they got this show. They got this show called The Fresh Prince and you'll be great for it. And he said, I need three weeks to audition. And he said, you could take three weeks or you could take the next 10 minutes and change your life forever. What you want to do? So he said, all right, give me 10 minutes. Ten minutes later, he came. He acted it out. The guy said, "You're great." And then he said, "All right, uh, lawyers, y'all get together." And boom, boom, boom. They hashed out a deal. And that night, Will Smith, who was struggling in the world of entertainment at that point in his life, he took those ten minutes and he changed his life forever. And he is the Will Smith that you know now. You know, so it timing is. Don't worry about time, you know. Time is just people focus on too much perfect timing. You know, there's 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 no such perfect timing. There's no, you know, you'll figure you'll you'll figure it out. You know, and the more action you take, the more you will figure it out. That's one thing that I I I had to learn personally. You know, I used to always wait, 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 and like timing the time of the timing. Either I will try to wait to the perfect time. I'm like, this ain't right. I need to, I need to reset and do it all over. You know, blow it up. You know, don't need to blow everything up. You don't have to blow everything up. And you don't have to wait for the perfect time. You just readjust, regroup, and take up and 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 get it and get it going. Keep it going. You know. 
So <clears throat> that's it. That's all I got for you today. So just remember, if you can get <laughs> if you can get on the radar of a celebrity, then hey, God bless you. Go for it. You know, you can take advantage of that. You definitely go for it. And then when you if you do, if you are able to, because there are different ways to do that. I'm not saying that you just start stalking people and, and all that kind of stuff. Like I watched a video with uh, Russell Brunson. And he talked about how, you know, he didn't, you know, like, for t- I guess, five years, something like that. He, you know, he just kind of kept at it. You know, he would go to a seminar. He would do like commenting on the guy's stuff, you know, you know, I mean, he really wanted the. He, I, I, he said he really wanted the friendship with the guy, you know. Now he does, like, uh, they had some kind of class they were doing together, you know. So that's, you know, that's, you know, money he's going to make, which is, you know, great. And you have the whole, you know, like I said, if your business, it's just like Dr. Phil, you know. If the Dr. Phil TV empire ever went un- underwater, he still has a name, you know. He has, he has cachet, so. You are never quite out of the race when you once you get a name and once you get some cash. Say, you know, um, Kim Kardashian, if her show ever, I don't even know if the show's still on, but she has cash. Say, you know, and once you are a celebrity for a long time, you just have the cash. So, this is what you want, you know. Eventually, I've been doing this. This is, uh, I mean, because hey, you're truly, you know, I've been doing this for you know six, seven months, this podcast, you know. I've been at this whole online marketing thing for two years, you know, and eight years from now, 10 years from now, 12, 15 years from now, I'm going to still be at this and I will have, you know, 15 years worth of uh, credibility built up. So, you know, if, so, if something ever goes belly up, I will go, you know what? I got a name in the Internet marketing, you know, uh, world and I can always, you know, by then I will know what to do to get back to where I, where I want to be. All right. So I want that for you as well. So just remember, don't wait, don't hesitate. You know, like, you know, we all we all talk about this all the time on the podcast, you know, come up with a plan, you know, have have some have some things written down. Everything's not going to work at first. Take it one step at a time, one thing at a time and um, hey, make it happen for yourself. All right. With that being said, that's it. That's it for the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. With another hard hitting episode. And by the way, I am making a funnel for an affiliate program I am part of. And uh I will be able to post that funnel. And you can see a video, you can see yours truly, because I am in this <laughs> I am in this actual funnel. So I will give you the link tomorrow or to probably Tuesday, because I'm just about done with it. I recorded a couple of videos, so I'll let you see it just so you can see a funnel. You can check it out. But uh, that's it for the podcast. That's it for the day. Everybody enjoy the rest of your day. And as always, everybody on Sundays, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. This podcast is growing and I want you to grow with it. You can always email the show, Tony at OnlineMarketingMoves.com. That's Tony at OnlineMarketingMoves.com. Email us. Follow us on, what am I, on Twitter, Instagram. All you do is type in, you know, T-R-E-S-O-N-N-O on Twitter, on Instagram. We have a Facebook page, Online Marketing Moves. If you want to 
check that out. I haven't posted any pictures of anything like that. I got to get that going. But um, and also, oh yeah, before we go, this is plug. This is plug. This is Sunday plug time. Um, go to the YouTube channel. You know, Tony Rizzano, subscribe. You know, we have a very small subscriber base, and so we need more. So you can help us out. We greatly appreciate it. But until Monday, I will talk to you later. And as always, everybody, peace. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? My name is Tony Zano, and this is episode 197 of the world famous University Love Podcast, also known as Online Marketing Moves. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have a question for you. Did you watch the Super Bowl yesterday? Was you sad? Me, I watched. I watched about five minutes of it. And I knew in the five minutes I watched that game, I knew it was over with for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a sad day. It's going to be another 50 years before the Chiefs win again. The only team, if you're from Missouri, the only team you can depend on is the St. Louis Cardinals. Other than that, I wouldn't count. I wouldn't put my, uh, I wouldn't put too much stock into the, the into the Kansas City team. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put too much stock in any Kansas City team, baseball or football. And of course, the St. Louis Rams they they flew the coop out of Missouri. And the St. Louis Blues, I love the Blues, but they just won like two years ago. They won the first Stanley Cup two years ago, so we are still celebrating that. And I will celebrate that for the rest of my natural born days so i don't care if the blues ever win again or not at least i got to watch them win one stanley cup but the cardinals if you ever been to missouri you ever live in missouri the cardinals that's our that's our staple but anyway <laughs> enough about that today ladies and gentlemen we are going to talk about negativity how to use negativity in your business how to use negativity in your emails how to use it in some of your sales, you know, letters and things of that nature. Now, <clears throat> why do I bring this up? Because yesterday I wrote three emails yesterday. Two, two were fairly, you know, it wasn't nothing negative about them. And the third one was just throw. The third one was just a throwaway. It was a throwaway email. But that email got the most feedback. And that was a very negative email. And it, it didn't say much. The title, it said, unsubscribe or else. So, the, the um, you know, the first, I guess, was in a, an attention-grabbing headline, unsubscribe or else. And then I put on there, <clears throat> I just wrote, I said, if you do not open this, e <laughs> if you do not open this email, you will be deleted from this, from this email list. And we got about 20 to 25%, 30% of people open up the email. It's pretty good for a, Super Bowl, for a Super Bowl Sunday. All just because the headline was negative. The um, message in the email was negative. People, people love to tell you that they enjoy positivity, but nobody watches the news for positive vibes, okay? People watch the people. The people that do the news, they know the media. 
they they know what what grabs people's attention negative stories killings muggings robins all that stuff nobody wants the front if the news was an hour of you know man saved cat from a tree <clears throat> you know woman fell from a ladder and the fireman scooped in and picked up saved it, you know if, if the news was an hour of that nobody nobody would watch the news okay nobody a lot of people claim they like positivity they claim they like to hear good news but no it's just like if you ask somebody good news or bad news people always say uh tell me the bad news first okay so how can you take advantage of this sometimes it's a thing that i learned from a guy named ben settle i subscribe to his why i pay for his a monthly here's a monthly newsletter it's very good and um he talked about this last year and he talked about this he talked about this this year it's called the negative stripe line i won't go into it in too much detail because of course you know the man probably doesn't want to give away all his secrets especially for the for the free you know but um basically well you can always look it up yourself basically it's you know some because people have negative thoughts if you tell somebody if i come to you and say hey let's we can start an online business a lot of people are going to say i can't start a, i can't start an online business but if you come to them you say oh man it's tough this online business stuff you wouldn't be able to make it you wouldn't be able to handle it you know i already know it's not for somebody like you, you know if you just start with a real negative kind of thing like that you know somebody would go what do you mean i can't start it? you know this that and the other now you definitely should not use the negative stripe line that often but every now and then it every now and then it helps you know one thing about marketing one thing about selling sometimes you want to tap into somebody's sometimes you want to tap into their emotions you want to tap into their fear fear you know it's not manipulation but it's it's all part of the it's all part of the selling process you know if people think of course you know because if they was comfortable if somebody was comfortable in the way they were living you know, i have 500 people 600 people on one email list i got all right if those people were comfortable with the lives they definitely wouldn't be on the email list you know what i mean because the email list is about making money online the e the <clears throat> my email list is about you know different ways you can generate money online different ways you can start a business online you know that's my email list so of course they all naturally, you know, I had a few people write me or whatever, and they say, can you get me off this email list, unsubscribe me? I, I'm good. I don't need this, you know, and it's like, you first off, you can unsubscribe yourself. And second of all, you signed up for the email list. It's not like I went out and looked for you. You signed up for the email list. But why or do they want to get off? Because people have a negative, a lot of people have negative images of themselves. So, if you're doing marketing if you're doing um a sales letter every now and then you can pull out the negative strike line and you can tap into those fears you can tap into those emotions and you can go you can go more negative than them and that might be like wow well okay <clears throat> if you if you if you say you know if you do something like oh this thing is expensive this thing is 2500 bucks these are the reasons why you shouldn't buy it and then if they if you have thought of all the reasons that they shouldn't buy it and they're like well 
I was gonna say all that, but I think I can I think I can do it or whatever, you know. If you go if you go deep negative, deeper than they can go, then more than it's a pretty it's a good chance that they'll buy from you. Okay. It's just a psychological thing. But people, you know, every now and then I whip out a negative email. <clears throat> and a lot of times it gets a bigger response than my normal email. Now I don't want to be I don't like to be ne- I come from a negative uh <laughs> I grew up in a negative environment. So the age I am now, I just want peace, peace, love and rock and roll. So I I don't really like to go negative too often. Plus you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to overuse it, you know. There's different different ways you can get different ways different emails you can write so you know if you spent every day 365 days after the year writing negative emails nobody's gonna respond after a while it's like a coach every now and then every now and then a coach has to come in and i can yeah every now and then a coach has to come in and even though the team might have won by 20 points he'll come and he'll say what the f did you what the f was that that you suck that game, blah, 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 you know, because the coach has to go a little negative because if you keep winning games, people are going to get, people are going to get fat and they're going to get happy. Like I'm like, oh, we just winning games and we can take it easy, you know? So every now and then a good coach will come in and shake it up. Every now and then you in the email marketing, you have to shake it up. Sometimes you have to use a headline that will catch, catch people's attention. Sometimes you have to write an email that will catch people's attention. As I told you once I have written, um, I wrote an email once as I was imitating a, shut up you, once I was imitating a, a sermon, you know what I mean? Like a preacher. So I wrote this long email about preaching and how you need to come to the house of uh, affiliate marketing and things of that nature, you know? I'm about to pull that email out one day, but that was a pretty good email. <clears throat> I got one complaint, but that's what, that's the thing about email marketing. That's the thing about marketing period. You want to move the needle. You don't want people sitting on the fence. So that's why every now and then you have to pull out the negativity and use it and see where they go. They're either going to accept it or they're going to reject it. One of the two. That's the that's the main goal when, it, when it's about selling, you know. It's about marketing. They're either going to buy from you or they ain't going to buy from you. Simple as that. It's not a, you know, let me hang out and, you know, let me sit on you. You know, people. some people are going to buy from you more often than others some people are going to buy from you every now and then but what you don't want is somebody sitting on your email list for six years and then they buy the cheapest product in like year seven it's like you know it's kind of a pain and then those are the people that most of the time that complain the most so you definitely as you get further and further into the business you want to start getting you want to make sure you are figure out who your customer who your customers are and make sure you you know, try to get try to get good quality customers. You don't want you don't want the tie you don't want the freebie you don't want the free the freebie junkies. You don't want the tie kickers. You don't want those kind of people hanging around you all the time because you can have a list of say if you had a list of fifty thousand tie kickers, you you wouldn't make a dime. You have a nice size email list, but you wouldn't make any money because they would always want free stuff and don't always don't always. Try to give away everything free. Don't give everything away for free, you know. Charge somebody. Charge somebody something, you know. But um, 
getting back to the negative strike line. Yeah, every now and then, every so often, pull it out. Every now and then, if you want to write into your, you know, sales letters about negativity going negative, even in the Bible, um, I read a verse. I can't really quote it, but I read it two or three weeks ago. And and Jesus, he was being negative, And he said, if you don't believe me, you know, then, you know, come, come, come with me or come, you know, something like that. And I was like, wow, look at Jesus. He's using a negative stripe line. OK, so if it's in the Bible, then it, <laughs> you know, a lot of different things in the Bible you can use in uh, marketing because it's interesting book. I read I read the Bible every day. I don't read it for that purpose, you know, for marketing purposes, but it's interesting stuff in there. <clears throat> and, you know, religion does move the needle. If you ever want to talk about religion in an email, you definitely will move the needle. All right. But um, anyway, yeah. So I just wanted to let you know about the negative strike line. Every now and then you have to pull out the negativity. Every now and then you have to shake things up. So that's what I want you to do in your sales letters. That's what I want you to do in your emails that's what i want you to do in your facebook posts don't always do the same milk toast you know motivation uh, rah 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 six boom bah don't always do the same thing that everybody else is doing shake things up be different be unique be yourself keep striving keep going and uh things will happen for you all right with that being said my name is horizontal hope you enjoyed this podcast and remember if you're gonna do the negative strike line go go all the way negative look it up check it out uh, i've seen a couple things on google if you're gonna go negative go all go deep negative you know go so negative that the people they 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 won't know what to do with themselves you know put the opportunity in their face tell them why 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 they shouldn't buy it and then after that you know they don't they, they don't have any they don't have any reservations and, and more than likely they'll buy from you all right you just keep that in mind. There's a different, there's different, there's all kinds of different techniques, you know, and you and I need to explore them. But with that being said, we will be back tomorrow with another hard hitting episode of Online Marketing Moves. But until then, my name is Tony Zano. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day. And as always, everybody, peace.